Uh, but Pentecost Sunday is a day when we remember uh, the descent of the Holy Spirit and uh, his descent in power over the church uh, that we read about in Acts 2. And so the Holy Spirit came down and uh, he rested upon uh, those who were gathered uh, in, in the room. And so this Pentecost Sunday, I want to share some thoughts uh, with you uh, from John 14, verses 15 uh, through to 19. And uh, I'm reading out of the NIV this morning. <clears throat> it says, If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. So I've called this morning's message the promise of the Holy Spirit, a promise which Jesus gives us in this verse. And uh, so we're going to take a look at this passage verse by verse and see what kind of what key points we can take away from it for uh, our 21-day journey in prayer. Who's excited about the 21-day journey in prayer? Who's believing for some breakthrough over the next 21 days? So verse 15 says, if you love me, keep my commands. So the key point for you this morning, if you're taking notes, is walk in obedience. Now, it's interesting when you look back at all the messages throughout the year, how often this point comes up. Walk in obedience. Uh, I think it's actually one of those points that needs to keep coming up. It's one of those things we need to keep being reminded of. But the commandments we keep and that we're called to keep uh, by Jesus is love. We heard a lot about love in yesterday's sermon at the wedding. But as followers is Jesus Christ who love him, and we're called to keep two uh, commandments that are called the great commandments. The first is to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your mind and with all your strength. And then the second is to love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. You know, that's an always interesting one. And um, We don't have time to get into it today, but have a think about this. Love your neighbor as yourself actually means that you need to know how to love yourself so that you can love your neighbor as yourself. So love God and love your neighbor as yourself. And so I believe that this, this verse is talking about being obedient to God's command to love, to the commandment of Jesus to love. And then from that, we flow straight into uh, verse 16, where Jesus says, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. Verse 17 says, start saying by the, the, the spirit of truth, who is the advocate. You know, this passage of scripture makes mention of uh, something that's really important in prayer, I believe. It makes mention of the Trinity. Now, nowhere in the Bible is the Trinity mentioned, but in various places of the Bible, you see them mentioned together. So, sorry, no, nowhere in the Bible is the word Trinity mentioned. But in certain places, you see them mentioned together. So, Jesus is speaking. He says, 
you obey my command, I will ask the Father who will send an advocate who is the Spirit. So our second point this morning is to walk with the Trinity. We believe in God the Father. I believe in Christ the Son. I believe in the Holy Spirit. Our God, we sang the words this morning. And though there's often mention, mentions of uh, the Trinity and passages like this together, I think one of the greatest passages supporting uh, the doctrine or the belief of the Trinity uh, is found in the account of Jesus' baptism. And it's one that's often cited where Jesus is being baptized, and then we read that the angel descends like a dove from heaven, and then from above, the voice of God declares, this is my son. And so in the baptism of Jesus, we don't, uh, we don't just see the three of them mentioned, um, but we see that the three of them are present. Jesus is being, being baptized, the Holy Spirit comes like a dove, and the voice from heaven is God speaking. And so as we kick off our 21 days of prayer, uh, give some consideration to just how we can acknowledge the fullness of God, God's completeness as Father God, as Jesus Christ, the Son, our Savior, and as the Holy Spirit, our guide uh, and counselor as we pray and as we seek after him because he's a triune God who exists in community as one God. Amen? And then it goes into verse 17. It says, The Spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. And so three things from uh, this verse that I want to touch on this morning. Firstly, the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth. So the Holy Spirit leads, uh, I believe, to all truth. He leads to the truth about God. He leads to the truth about salvation. He leads to the truth about uh, all things in life, and, and I think most importantly to the real meaning of life, you know, those three big questions about existence that every uh, person really needs to ask, you know, where, where did I come from? Why am I here? Where am I going? Those three questions that then defines your purpose and how you live your life, and it's the spirit uh, of truth that guides us through that, and where it says that uh, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. Now, I don't believe that that's about the world not being able to physically see God uh, or physically be able to see uh, the Holy Spirit. Um, but I believe that it's talking about uh, how the Holy Spirit is actively at work in people's lives around us. Who believes that God's at, at work in our lives and in the world around us? You know, I think that this verse is talking about people, uh, about God being actively involved in the world, in the lives 
of people who follow him, that God's actively involved in breaking through with answers to prayer, and yet still his actions go unnoticed by some people. So it's not that people don't see the Holy Spirit, but it's that the Holy Spirit is at work and people don't notice it. And the world doesn't notice it. But praise God, the verse goes on to say, but you know him. Speaking of those who are followers, for he lives with you and will be in you. So our last point this morning as the worship team um, comes back. is to walk in the truth. Walk in the truth. Now, the two, there are two truths that we read about in this verse. The first is that he lives with you. We say often that God is always with us. That his spirit is wherever we are. He lives with you. And the spirit lives with us for fellowship. The spirit lives with us uh, to guide us and to protect us. And I love that because, you know, it means that we're never alone. We're never alone. So as lonely as life can feel sometimes, God is with us for fellowship, to protect us, to work with us, to reach out to others. And also, as we've heard uh, this morning, to lead us and to guide us. To walk in that. Then secondly, he is in you. It says that God is with us and God is in us. You know, I believe that he's in us as a source of power and a source of strength. Nothing that we achieve for God, nothing great that we can ever do is of our own ability or of our own strength. of the Spirit of God that is the source of power that is in us. You know, Acts 2 says that when we repent, that we will receive the Holy Spirit. And so the Spirit is with us and in us. And as we go throughout our uh, 21 days of prayer, uh, let's remember that He is in us as a source of of power. Church, as you go through your 21 days of prayer, let's remember that the Spirit is in us as a source of power. Why don't you say that with me this morning? The Spirit is in us as a source of power. Now say the Spirit is in me. The Spirit is in me as a source of of power. I want you to say that one more time with a little bit more conviction. The Spirit is in me as a source of power, and greater is He that is in you 
than he that is in this world. So as, you, as we close, if you're here this morning, And you haven't invited Jesus into your life. And we're talking about the spirit within us. We can't go past giving the opportunity for anyone in this place to invite the spirit in. May God the Father sent his son for you to die for your sin and for my sin. And set us free from the bondage of sin. So that we can all enjoy fellowship with the Spirit. Know God's power in the Spirit. And become a part of God's family. And of God's church community. So if you haven't invited Jesus into your life, I want to invite you to pray this prayer this morning while every eye is closed and every head is bowed. I want you to pray, Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and need your forgiveness. I believe that you died for my sin. I want to turn from my sin. And I now invite you to come into my heart and into my life. I want to trust and follow you as Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, why don't we stand this morning as we close in prayer? Uh, in song and if you prayed that prayer this morning we'd love to just talk to you about what that means and about what it means to have the spirit in you as we spoke about and I would love to begin to journey with you on that amazing journey of being a follower of Jesus Christ